Hello and welcome to the Learn How to See Better podcast, the only podcast out there known to actually improve your vision the longer you listen. This is your host, Drew Davis, and I'm glad you've joined me here today. I can't wait to share some great information with you about how to improve your health, wealth, and relationships. So let's get right down to it, shall we? Hey, everybody. Today is going to be a fun episode of Learn How to See Better, the podcast designed to help you improve your vision with each and every listen. And today we're going to talk about uh, one of the first times I learned to see better in the area of love. And I'm not just talking about puppy love, but real grown-up love and actually having some improvement in how you uh, understand it uh, with regards to interacting with your spouse or significant other. And the best way to probably illustrate this is to give you a taste of what my experience was and and how I had to kind of... um, unlearn some things and relearn some things pretty quickly because they just opened my eyes quite a bit. And it all started, you know, being a young, happy couple, uh, you know, getting serious in, in the relationship. And we were had going through our own growing pains and uh, we had a relationship full of fire, uh, fire and desire. And, and you know how it is when you're a young couple. It's, it's always uh, one of those things where whenever you don't get along, you always say, you know, it's it's the partner that's the problem, right? It's, a, you know, I don't have a problem. No, 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 you, you, you're the one. You're the one with the problem. Uh, but in more instances than not, you deep down inside want to make it work. And that's how I know I was um, <laughs> looking back to those early days when we used to, to, to argue and bicker and, and, and fight a lot. Um, in my relationship with my now queen and happily wedded wife. But uh, way back then, you know, we used to go at it a little bit more. And and you realize, you know, you, you could have a great relationship, but two people either have to kind of figure out how to get along or they need to move along. And, um, you know, I wasn't one that was uh, really a big fan of... Um, Due to limiting beliefs, of course, you know, uh, getting, you know, counseling and relationships and peer mediation and all that sort of thing. I, you know, would rather be able to just have two people be able to work it out on their own without all the extra involvement and opinions. That was my opinion at the time and based on where I wasn't in life. And I remember when I got my hands on a book that literally changed everything And um, the name of the book is called The Five Love Languages. And if you've never heard of this book, it's pretty amazing. And it's it's not, you know, something that you only can apply to um, your your primary relationship with your spouse or significant other, but other relationships you have as well uh, with close friends and loved ones. And I was uh, just amazed at the wake up call that I had from reading this reading this book because it it enlightened me to the fact that so many of the relationship challenges that people will have is due to the fact that they're not communicating in the same language. It's like they say, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. You know, there's, there's kind of some truth to that when it comes to love languages. And I can remember instances where, you know, in my own relationships where, um, you know, you'd think you're doing the right thing. Like, Oh, you know, honey, you're coming into town, you know, from a long trip. I, I cleaned up the place and, and, you know, uh, (laughs) took out the trash, mowed the lawn. Right. And, and, but 
she's looking for flowers to be waiting there on the table with a gift and a box of chocolates and a teddy bear. And, you know, as, 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 you know, the typical, you know, dumb guy, sometimes you might be thinking, but I did all these nice things for you. What's the problem? And it was a difference in the communication of the love language that wasn't really jiving. And so (laughs) I had to learn the hard way over time that in, in several instances where, Myself being a person who's a giver and really driven by acts of service, if I'm constantly trying to show my love through acts of service to someone that's, um, you know, might might be more uh, excited by gifts as a form of love or words or affirmation as a great example, as a form of, of love display you're just going to be missing and firing signals. And I've even seen it in the opposite instance in relationships where, you know, the guy's a great giver and he's buying, you know, all sorts of, you know, amazing gifts for his queen. And, you know, she's just like, hey, I wanted you to just, you know, spend some time with me or, or say something nice or do something else that's different to show that you cared. And, and it's amazing to see that, you know, a lot of times we'll have um, instances in our relationships where, um, you know, we're, we're just communicating on different frequencies. And uh, the book also goes into the concept of, of having your love tanks. Um, and, you know, I don't want to be the spoiler for the book. You definitely got to go get it yourself with the idea of a, of a love tank that we all have them, right? We all have, you know, emotion, emotional kind of love tank, and we can all feel pretty low and depleted if there's no one in our, in our world, you know, depositing love and positive energy into us. Um, so that's one of these things that's directly related to the love tank. If you're not loving someone in their love tank, uh, and fill in their love tank by loving them in the right language, you're going to struggle to help that relationship be fulfilled. And so when I was finally able to get that through my skull, that everyone has a love language, you know, and all you've got to do is, you know, all I got to do is learn how to, how to love my lady in her love language and practice loving her in a better way. And then I can have all the happiness that I've ever dreamed of in my relationship. And that was just such a novel concept to me, hit me like a ton of bricks. And I, you know, remember just getting so excited about it saying, Hey, you know, I I can, I can do this. I'm going to go out there and be Mr. Do Right and, (laughs) and follow the script, but, uh, and, and, and make everything just perfect. Right. And, and, fix all my errors of the past, you know, who knows, right. You just figure you can be just, just, a one perfect moving forward, but you realize that it's a lot easier said than done. You know, you might wake up on the wrong side of the bed two days later, and you and you just don't feel like uh, you know loving in a different language than you're used to loving in. It's almost like uh, you know you might go on a vacation to a foreign country, and yeah, you might speak the language three or four days there. Your 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 brain might be tired of talking the talk, right? So um, I think it's 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 a scenario where. Um, Understanding that, um, understanding that your love language can be a key indicator in how you can enhance your relationships because it's not only learning how to see um, the way that someone you love, learning how to see and understand the way that they receive love better, um, 
is going to be pretty pretty important. So so to clarify that a little bit, there's there's basically these five love languages: acts of service. You're a person that likes to you know do favors. You're a giver. There's a person that uh, um, their love language is gifts. You know, excited like a kid at Christmas, right? That's a form of you know receiving gifts, love. Um, there's quality time. There's physical touch, and there's words of affirmation. And so what everyone has is their own love language that they are going to respond best to. And so the idea is you start to uh, pay attention and be present uh, and try to learn um, the people that you care most about in a different way. And if you can determine how uh, their love language uh, is set up, you can, you can begin to demonstrate and learn how to speak um, in their love language, and it becomes a, lot, a very positive experience, a very powerful experience. So even though it was a little tricky out of the gate to start doing things differently, it's just a matter of becoming aware and being able to make that choice to say, hey, if all it takes is a little bit of an adjustment in, in, in my daily practices to be able to demonstrate love in a more effective fashion to my significant other, um, at the time, I don't even know if we we're married yet. I'm, I'm thinking we're going to get our hands on the book, but but regardless, right? Um, from from here and ever forth in the future, <laughs> can benefit from uh, a lot smoother sailing by keeping the love tank full, and that goes not just for for wifey, but for the rest of the family and and other uh, people very close to you, and so. Um, I look back and think, gosh, you know, after we've got almost a decade of marriage under our belt and we're happy as ever with, you know, three kids and having success in our life and our business, it's, you know, a lot of that wouldn't have been possible if we hadn't figured out how to optimize our communication pathways, if I hadn't learned how to love better and see better from the standpoint of that my communication style and my love style can be more effective. It had room for improvement. It wasn't like I wasn't loving my my wife good enough. It's that I could be loving and in a more effective communication style um, that's going to resonate better with her naturally. And these are like these are like relationship hacks that can be used um, for by anyone once you become aware, because awareness mm-hmm. is that first step towards change. And, um, you know, f- from that, I've, I feel like I've become a wiser person from this experience and just very, very aware to the opportunities to see love, to love everyone better and improve the relationships that we currently have by keeping their love tanks full. So if there'd be anything I'd recommend to, to all of you out there is to go learn the five love languages and start to look at um, scenarios where you maybe had conflict with, with loved ones in the past or even in strained relationships currently. And if there's a better way to love them by speaking in their language, you just might have uh, the secret key to unlock some of the uh, challenges and struggles in your relationships or to take your great relationships to the next level, which was what I was fortunate enough to do through what I learned and discovered by adopting the five love languages, learning my own love language as well as the love language of my wife and applying that to how we communicate and keep our love tanks full to have optimal happiness in our relationship. So with that, that's definitely one to go get and to check out. And I think you too will have quite the wake up call because there's a lot that can be applied from that book to any relationship in your life. 
that you want to be able to enhance. So with that, I'll uh, share a little bit more um, about those types of topics and, and other instances where I've been able to, to use that in relationships to, to make enhancements and just improve the overall quality of relationships perhaps another time. But until then, everyone take care. Keep loving, keep learning, keep living. See ya. Well, all right. That was some great content, wasn't it? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> this is your host, Drew Davis, and I want to thank you for listening to the Learn How to See Better podcast today. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in for future episodes and be sure to share with a friend if you are enjoying this content. Thanks and see you next time.